hoaxes and other fake news stories. This is Uncovering the Truth with Rudy Giuliani and Dr. Maria. Guarding against misinformation. Fake news. And it doesn't seem to be making a difference. Using common sense thinking with New York Street Smarts. Now with Dr. Maria, here's Rudy Giuliani. Good morning and welcome to Uncovering the Truth with me, Dr. Maria and Rudy Giuliani. And we are sponsored by the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Well, Mayor, I didn't even think you were going to come to work today. Just, like the, what happened to the I was, cons- I was considering just staying in bed. I'm so upset. Oh, you know, I'm, you- I'm, uh, you, 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 you're going to have to handle the first part of the show because I, I have to pull myself together. Seriously, you've been through the worst terrorist attack on our nation. You've had fatwas. You had people threaten your life, the mafia, and like I. And now I, I have. And now I have the Biden fascists after me. Now the Yankees are disappointing you. Like, they're, like, not even playing. Well, I'm sure you'll get into that later. I don't even get upset about the Biden fascists trying to take away my living. And, like, I just fight back and laugh and laugh at them because they're so crooked. But this really gets me. Three get. I mean, yeah, I'm watching the game last night. They don't even take the bat off their shoulder. Like, you got to swing to hit. You know they have to. They have to have an inner Red Sox. Well, you go ahead. You 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 you, you run the show for a while, and I'm going to sit here and, and take some deep. What, the, what do you call them? Meditate. Those, those deep Meditate. breaths, and I'll be back in a, in a few minutes. Well, the top thing I did want to talk about today, and it was really guided by our listeners. I have a website, drmariaryan.com, and I get tons and tons of listen, listenership mail, and by far, I've. I've gotten hundreds of letters about um, the CDC recommending COVID-19 vaccines for school-aged children. People are really upset. They're asking me a bunch of questions. <laughs> Probably 60 of them asked me whether this group, the ACIP, ACIP, which is the Advisory Committee on Immunization Practices, have financial interests in Pfizer and Moderna. I have no way of knowing that. I am not an investigative journalist. That's for someone else to look at. What I want to look at, what I want to be in life is a patient advocate. And it is perplexing that this recommendation even came forward since the research isn't there. We don't know the long-term effects. We know um, approximately how many people died from the COVID-19 vaccine. You know, there's different figures, but up to 17,000 people. We know that there could be long-term neurological problems. And certainly we know, especially in young uh, young males, that they could have myocarditis. And we've even seen sudden, sudden death. So this recommendation came out of nowhere. And people might say, well, it's just a guideline. CDC always has just guidelines, but states tend to say, it's the CDC, it's the Bible, we're going to make it law. Well, a lot of people are standing up and saying no. You know, Governor DeSantis said no. Uh, Glenn Youngkin in Virginia said no. But it's not just me. I'm a board-certified nurse practitioner. I'm supposed to stick up for the patient. I was always taught in school, question why, why, why all the time, and it has to be research-based. In my master's level statistics course, we even went through how to look at research 
papers because you can manipulate anything and manipulate a conclusion, but you're supposed to look at the N, how many subjects, what type of research it was. Uh, you really have to look in the detail. So I don't have these research papers to give you the answers you're looking for, but Dr. Marty McCary, a really high-level physician from John Hopkins, I have a lot of respect for John Hopkins, said this. Cut two, please. There has never been a vaccine added to the child immunization schedule without solid clinical evidence that it reduces disease significantly in the community. The COVID vaccine in children will be the first. It will be added with no clinical data. And many of us that are saying, hey, let's see the data, we're basically told, stop asking questions. And that that's the fear, right? It's like, Stay in line, don't ask questions, but we're supposed to ask questions because we're your line of defense. We're the providers, the doctors, the nurse practitioners. It's okay to be a leader. Even Dr. Peter McCullough, which I have, again, another well-credentialed physician, internist, cardiologist, epidemiologist, and leading expert on COVID-19, says this is unwarranted and unprecedented and We're all left asking why. So to those listeners out there, I may not be asking your specific, answering your specific questions, but it's okay for you as parents to keep saying why, why, why. And oops, uh, Mayor Giuliani's giving me money. What's this? Is this a trick? To show you why. Okay. Oh, so this is he financially motivated. And I have to say, most of the people writing on my website really believe there's some kind of financial motivation. A lot of people comment that they think the, and I don't want to get into party over party, but they think the Democrats are really corrupt and are pushing this because they, a lot of the top Democrats may have, and I, I, I'm just telling you what people wrote me. I'm not in agreement or uh, I have no proof of any kind of financial Involvement by any politicians, by CDC officials. It is odd. I will say from my own expertise as someone who reads research articles, who's someone who is a leader and is not afraid because I put those patients' lives first. We've seen too many bad effects from this to give it to children when children the mortality rate is less than one percent it's not saying children cannot get covid they do get covid and we've seen some bad cases but it's on the rarer side now can i yes give you my you may just common sense opinion yes give me common sense this is only about money this is one of the biggest con operations in the history of america um we didn't realize it at first, but now that you look back on it, people became million billionaires and, and companies made trillions of dollars. If you can inject 20, 30, 40 million people, and that's just a flow of billions and trillions of dollars as against, you know, coming up with a treatment that you might make a uh, hundred million or 200 million. So what they did is, and Fauci was the leader of this for which he should be put in jail. Without any doubt, and you want a financial motivation, what about his royalties? He wouldn't even tell us where they come from. The guy's been making royalties for years. He's got the highest salary in the federal government. The guy could be making millions. It looks like he is. I mean, this is is like uh, corruption squared. 
You know, I was trying to find the... And is it, is it Democrat? Oh, I'm sorry. The only place they're going to mandate this, only people who mandate this are fascist governors who are Democrats. The re- Republican governors who believe in the Constitution and in uh, vindicating the rights, they're not going to go along with this. This is, this is absurd. We're, we're, we're mandating a vaccine that's never been tested for babies. What are you, sick? These people are sick, Maria. They're not even, they're not even, uh, doctors. I'm not sure they're human beings. You, you are mandating a vaccine that has never been tested. There's only one reason you're doing it. Because it's going to bring in billions and billions of dollars to these companies that have been destroying us with their greed now for about 20 to 30 years and now are owned by and own the Democrat Party. You know, um, I'm going to read something from the Epic Times. You might say Epoch, E-P-O-C-H. I don't know why I say Epic. I say Epic. Some people say Epoch. It is a great paper. They are an investigative journalist on staff. They have scientists on staff. But in one of their articles, they talk about the pharma giant Moderna. And the company, they say that annual boosters should be given to people age 50 and over. So people are shocked that this was said by that CEO after CDC's EPIC, APIC is saying, so he, no, Basically, it he's be saying it should only be 50, 50 and over. Especially the booster. The booster has never been tested. Yeah, well, come, come and get me. See if you're going to yeah. give it to me. But this is very concerning, and this is going... This goes back to how everybody feels about these government agencies. Look at the trust in the FBI. You just put out a podcast, 51 Spies Who Lie, people we should be trusting, FBI people, CIA people. They wanted nothing to come out about the crimes on the Hunter Biden laptop, so they signed a letter saying it was disinformation. Well, I mean, uh, Jill Biden has pronounced that Hunter is completely innocent. That great expert on crime and uh, Dr. Jill Biden has uh, pronounced that Hunter is completely innocent. Well, of course, she's maybe. You think maybe, you think I don't maybe that's a corrupt that. suggestion to the FBI director to uh, drop the case? Uh, uh, it was only about a week after Biden suggested that Trump be investigated that uh, our crooked attorney general started investigating Trump. I mean, that is a, that what she did, mother, father, like hell, they don't even give a damn about their grandchild. Don't tell me they're good parents. I mean, they, they, they took this guy, Hunter, at 18, 19 years old, who was addicted, had addicted personality, and they had him become one of the, you know, biggest bag men in the, in the, in the world, dealing with killers. He's dealing with killers. You don't take your son, who's fragile, and have him go work with Mykola Zloshevsky, who was a Russian-Ukrainian organized criminal. Unless you're a sick father and mother who give a damn about money a lot more than you do Hunter Biden. You don't have him go work with the spy chief of China, who's sitting at the bottom of the Yangtze River. The kid is a drug addict, and you got him doing this. You're not going to make him into a degenerate drug addict by doing that? Well, they have to go and see your podcast for sure. But this is the thing. People don't. 
trust the FBI. They don't trust the Justice Department. Look at what's going on with the January 6th protesters. Um, in jail, not out on how, bail. How could you trust the Justice You have a crooked attorney general. But here's where it gets personal. I want to just say this. It gets personal to me that people don't trust the CDC, that in health care, that you're told to shut up, just like Dr. McCary just said. You, we should be asking why all the time. You should be hailed for pointing out that something isn't right. Like maybe at the CDC, there's system problems, not people problems, but they need to come out. Do they get royalties too? I, I have no idea. Do they get I royalties uh, uh, if they if they end up uh, favoring the the right company? I mean, those royalties make know. the whole the, those organizations totally corrupt. I'm just saying to all the people that wrote me, especially those who have children, to be wary and you have a voice. Don't give your child anything you're suspicious about. I don't, I don't care what it is. Do not. You are the final person to advocate for your child. I can advocate as a stranger, as a health care provider, but you, the parent, have the ultimate Correct. say. And basically, the Democrat Party at the very top to the very bottom is at war with American parents. They are at in, at in complete war with American parents. Because they can't take control. Look at education. In education, they want to push parents out completely. Yeah, it's sick. In, in education, we've got the attorney general who has described them as terrorists if they object. Uh, and the and the sick, sycophantic press doesn't point out that the attorney general's son-in-law is making bundles from uh, convincing kids to change their sex. I really, you know, I don't uh, like. Did you being, know that? Did you yeah, know that? I don't did you like, know that his son uh, runs a company that, that makes a fortune from uh, uh, encouraging people to uh, uh, encouraging little babies uh, to see if they can get parts of their body chopped off? Here, here's again, I'm going to be a patient advocate. What kind of a creep is that? And I don't believe in big government, but here I would say there needs to be a federal ban on puberty blockers and surgery. Anybody under 21 years old. How many times are we seeing these teenagers regretting it? And they're all messed up inside their brain because we took them against nature. We gave them medicines that blocked their normal functioning of their body. That's perverse. There was a famous one that came out recently. She had her breast removed everything, and they gave her all these hormones to be a boy, and, and she's so regretful about it. And it's it's just perversion. The to attorney the general's. Son-in-law makes millions convincing children to doubt their gender. He will become richer and richer the more kids that take off their uh, genitals, that change their bodies. Every every one of those makes him richer and richer and richer and richer, and that family gets rich. Maybe the attorney general is following the Biden model, that public office is for the purpose of making enormous amounts of money, and we sell out the public that means nothing. Well, thank you all for joining us. Stay with us. We're going to take a short break, and we'll see you on the other side of the break. Hoaxes and other fake news stories. This is Uncovering the Truth with Rudy Giuliani and Dr. Maria. Guarding against misinformation. Fake news. And it doesn't seem to be making a difference. Using common sense thinking with New York Street Smarts. Now, with Dr. Maria, here's Rudy Giuliani. Welcome back to Uncovering the Truth on this beautiful Sunday with Rudy Giuliani and me, Dr. Maria. And we are sponsored 
by the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Well, Rudy, we have to talk about the midterm election. There is such a buzz in the air. Ooh. And it's a positive buzz because people feel like we're going to get some sanity back maybe in Washington. What do you think? Uh, I'm starting uh, to feel uh, the movement. And, of course, I've been through many, many elections, and I go a lot by feeling. Uh, Just one credit here. I I assured Donald Trump two weeks before 2016 that he was going to win. And it came from the feeling that I got from the crowd. Sure. You feel it. I was going to every rally with him. And then about 10 days before, we split off. And uh, so I could, so he, he would do obviously the most important and then Donald Jr. and then I, maybe, maybe two or three others of, of us would do our own rallies. So even when I would do my own rallies without uh, Donald Trump there, President, not President Trump yet, I would, fe- I, I'd feel it. Now I've run for office a lot and I've been a surrogate for McCain, for Bush. I never felt anything like this before. I could mm-hmm. feel it. I yeah. could feel these people are going to vote come hell or high water. Uh, Right now, I'm starting to feel it. I'm starting to feel. Where? Where? You tell oh, me. And, and, like, and like I'll yesterday, tell you where we're, I feel we're, it. We're going to describe that we went out to, uh, uh, to talk at uh, New York and, yeah. uh, and the historical tour in a little while. Uh, uh, just having, uh, lunch in that wonderful diner. I could just feel it with the people. I could feel, I can feel they've had it. I mean, after all, Biden has kicked the living daylights out of them. I mean, Biden has kicked the living daylights out of America. Everybody, the, this guy is anti-America. This is a president who does the, does things that are clearly and obviously against the best interests of the United States. Well, look at you have to be stupid not to see it. Look at people are hurting, right? It's estimated by economists. Just look at it this way: in your year wages, a whole month now is given to inflation. A whole month of your wage—that's how much. We're losing to inflation. People are having a hard time with rent, with food. During all this, President Biden, just two weeks ago, eating an ice cream, says, our economy is good as hell. I'm like, what? These people are so disconnected to us, to what well, we're if going you're, if, through. If, you're, if you've led a life of 30 years or more of being a major yeah. crook, how, ma- how about being a major crook? Other I mean, people who when are you, privileged when you sell, feel it. Feel when you sell your office as often as he has through his son and family, you sell your soul. There's no soul left. He never had much of a brain, and whatever is left is gone. So you don't have a brain. You don't have a soul. But what, what are you going to do? You're going to ruin this country. Meanwhile, the Democrats empower him. They just go along with him. So let's look at Hochul and Zeldin. This, this, this. Um, uh, you know, uh, even when my son Andrew was running in the primary against Zeldin, and now he's one of Zeldin's biggest supporters, uh, I always told you it's going to be really hard to win this. New York, yeah, because it's really hard. I told Andrew left. that to go yeah. into this with uh, whether you can win the primary or not. <laughs> you, you're winning the primary to you know to be a long shot. I am now almost at the point where I'm willing to predict that Zeldin's going to win. I think Hochul has. They call her crime wave. Hochul. Yeah. Uh, crime wave may, Kathy. Yeah, I, That's I, it. Crime I, wave I, Kathy. I, I, I yeah. got the opportunity to look at two polls over the weekend, and I looked at the internals of the polls, which you don't get when you when you just see it in the newspaper. But when you're a candidate, you get them. We're working on a campaign, so I'm used to reading them. The internals basically point to Zeldin. The main issues for New York, for New Yorkers, crime. 
the economy. Mm. In the rest of America, it's the other, other thing. Economy the economy first. first, crime is second, third. Uh, in New York, it's crime and economy right at the top. Abortion, about 5%, 8%, and going down. And why would anybody have that concern in New York? That no, you guys should. have... Like, don't can't you kill a kid up until it's born or something? Yeah, here? I mean, the question they're actually actually I think, swear. actually actually uh, doctor the doctor, there's there's the uh, interpretation that you can kill the kid after the kid is oh. born if the if the if the, uh, the baby survived the abortion and the mother decides afterwards when she wakes up I don't want that kid. Now, I don't think that's Stop. a correct interpretation yeah. of the law. I think Republicans push it too far when they say that. But I don't know what the difference is between uh, 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 a baby. Two days before they're born and the day they're born, it's yeah. still the same human it's being. It's a baby. And they want to kill them, yeah. Uh-huh. Not only do they want to kill them, when they pass it, they celebrate it. This was a happy occasion that we can kill kids. And they don't seem to mind that more black children are aborted than born. At least a lot of these liberals. Do. Herschel Walker keeps bringing oh, that Herschel, out in Herschel Georgia. Herschel win just based that on black that. babies are the ones that are being killed all the time. Yeah, and then he looks at the minister, the phony minister. Reverend Warnock. Who, who ran over his wife. He, he's complaining. He's he's complaining about Herschel Walker. This guy ran his wife over. <laughs> what? He ran his, his wife. Says he ran me over with, uh, with, an, with an automobile. And then that's just the beginning of uh, what a what a uh, defund the police, kill kids up until you know I the moment Georgia before they're born. A, a minister. Very, a minister uh, wants uh, to kill kids. <laughs> I thought Georgia was a very I, I was one time very conservative. I thought it was how you how you can uh, uh, elect this guy, def, uh, a, a big supporter of uh, he used to be a big supporter of Black Lives Matter, the the uh, kill the cops organization. Yeah, well, so that, I that think, whole organization. And then Herschel been... did such a good job in the debate. He he solved the problem. You know, everybody's like, yeah, he's a big dumb football player. For a big dumb football player, he out debated him. Uh, the guy may have been might have been smoother. Herschel was smarter, and and laid out things that he was going to do about crime. And seemed more that, in he, touch with people. Yeah, he's got actually has positions like Zeldin does. Yeah. Zeldin says, "I become governor. I get rid of Bragg day one. She keeps Bragg, so we keep having the same problem in New York for the next four years." Uh, number two, I'm going to use executive power. Which he can stick back in their in their faces because they use it now all the time. I'm going to use executive power as an emergency, a crime emergency, and I'm going to change the bail. I'm going to change it on day one. By January second, all this garbage of putting the criminals back on the street is going to end if you elect Zeldin. If you elect her, we're going to go from thirty percent increase to forty percent. Under her, crime has gone up dramatically. Now, let's look at the subways. Adams gets get, gets beaten up for the subways. She's in control of the subways. You get beaten up on the subways, call Kathy, uh, pay for play Kathy, and say thank you for doing nothing a lot about of names. the su- subways. And what is she running on? No plan for the subways. She's no, she, she says more cameras is needed. Not putting the criminals in jail and putting more police on the streets. Well, that's good. We'd have more. It's just having more we'd cameras. We'd have better coverage for television. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the criminals could get famous. And maybe then, maybe they could do reality shows, you and know, that's when, you know. Let's watch. Yeah. Let's watch all the crime on the subways today. Yeah. We're, we're not going to do anything about it, but let's watch it. Yeah, it's the same people doing the crimes. Hochul is not just not doing enough about crime; she's creating the crime. The people committing the crime are the people that, because of Cuomo and Hochul, are on the street. And the DAs. that when I was mayor, but but the law. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. 
requires the judges to do it, even when they have DAs that don't want to do it. Mm. Uh, in New York, you don't have to worry about it because you got Bragg that puts everybody out on the street and uh, makes the law a mockery. Mm. And she doesn't. She won't even talk about it, much less remove him. The, the Constitution of the state of New York actually requires her to remove him. Yeah. It says that a governor should remove a public official who's not enforcing the law. So uh, Zeldin will be rock solid when he removes him. And uh, believe me, this is a difference of life and death. This isn't just. This isn't just ha 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 ha. We people, could... less people will die in New York. If you have the guts to vote against a Democrat, can you do it, New York? New York, you have a chance to change. But we have to take a break, and we'll be right back. Stay with us. This is Uncovering the Truth with Rudy Giuliani and Dr. Maria. Guarding against misinformation. Fake news. And it doesn't seem to be making a difference. Now, with Dr. Maria, here's Rudy Giuliani. (laughs) This is Rudy Giuliani back uh, on Uncovering the Truth. With the incomparable Dr. Maria defending and uh, carrying out the First Amendment against all uh, opposition, which there is plenty, plenty of. And um, I, uh, the the doctor last week, as you might remember, was in uh, uh, New Hampshire. And among other things, she covered uh, uh, Ga- uh, Gabbard and, of course, um, uh, General, General Bulldog. Bulldog. And that race has now that race, depending on the polls you look at, is Hassan ahead by two or Bulldog tied? But Fabrizio has him pulling ahead. Well, Fabrizio is the one that I look at the internals. Yeah. And all of the undecideds are leaning Bulldog. Yeah. So, um. You were talking about a feeling that you, you had. Tell me that. I have yeah. a feeling in New York. You, you know New Hampshire I, a lot better than I do. Yeah, I'm from New Hampshire. I live in New Hampshire. I, Absolutely love this state. At various times, people have urged you to run for office. At various times. I've been approached uh, so many times to run for governor, and I always thought I might be the first female governor, but we've had a few female governors. And I've also, Senate seems to be the one people encourage me the most to run for. But anyways, General Wolduck, I think, was so misunderstood because the Democrats have so much money, so they were running ads all the time that he... um, wanted to do this federal ban on abortion. He debunks that every other day because the reporters ask him about that. He debunks that every single day. He doesn't want to touch the law in New Hampshire. And I got to know him. He's a really decent human being. He is far from an extremist. And he was talking about, as a general, you have to listen to the people on the ground. So I like that because when I was a CEO, too, I could have a perception of something from this view, 50,000 view. But I would be making a mistake to make a decision on my perception alone. I've got to talk to the people actually doing the work. I've got to listen to them. And I like that about him. And there's a huge momentum behind him now. And I think he can do this. Well, you know what? And we need him. But the other exciting race? Yeah, 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 yeah. Getting tons of national attention is Caroline Levitt. She's in my district, District 1, and she's going for Congress and... I think she's going to do it. And the buzz wow. around her is so positive. She's young, fresh ideas, just common sense things. And we know this is the feeling you get from those two candidates. They're going to fight for us. They're going to remember New Hampshire. All the uh, candidates on the left, like Chris Pappas and Maggie Hassan, they just keep saying the DNC taglines that don't even have anything to do with New Hampshire. We're not worried about 
abortion in New Hampshire. We're worried about heating our homes. Yeah, that must go. That's going to be tough this yeah. this winter in New. We're Hampshire. worried about the national security because of that freaking southern border too. Because oh, yeah. we've been and an epicenter for the opioid drugs? abuse, right? And we're seeing more and more fentanyl deaths again. Yeah, I mean this. This I think is uh, <sighs> this. This <sighs> I think is common, and we can generalize now. Democrats have run the campaign against the lesser issues. Republicans are right on the main issues, crime, the economy. Plus, they're running with a record that probably could be one of the worst records of a president in the history of America. What an embarrassment. I mean, the guy is, and the guy, and you know, there's no other way to say it. Every time he appears, you have to say to yourself. And I want him to do well. He's my president. I I, I have given up on that. I want him to go into a nursing home and get out. And it's like people all around him too, though, Rudy. This guy's not making the decisions. People around him are a bunch of, a, a bunch of dishonest people because they should be enforcing the 25th Amendment. If you're around him and you see him, uh, not knowing where he's going, you see him looking for a dead person. I don't know what kind of patriot you are that you, when you and you don't have the guts to enforce the 25th Amendment that basically says the cabinet members should get rid of a president who's incapable of carrying out the duties of president. He is incapable of walking up a, up an air. He's incapable of walking up uh, the, the stairs of Air Force One. The guy falls down going up. You know, it's this apathy. What kind of patriot are we, you? We're taking all that. We started taking it during the pandemic, things that didn't make sense about mandates and other things, and we all just took it. But now's the time. I don't understand. Now's your time, people. Your time. you got to get out and vote and vote for the right candidate. Put your country over your party. Oz against oddball. How about that one? Oh, my God. I that mean, guy, Fetterman, like, that come on. That, that guy looks like he's dressed up for Halloween every every, every day. I mean, is he going to go trick or treating and uh, like that? He looks like something from the Adams family. Well, and he wants heroin to be legal. Like, come on! Half the people out of at one point he, he he came up with the idea we should just just to really get some quick quick relief we should just let half the people out of prison. Well, now maybe there's a reason he's such a jerk. First of all, he doesn't work except uh, half time in these government jobs. Never had a job except. Government jobs he doesn't show up for. Number two, he lives with his parents. And what is he, 50 years old? I'm not they sure. Su- <laughs> they support him. Yeah. They support him. So uh, you think there's something wrong with him? You're damn right there's something wrong with him. I can't believe, Rudy, Deeper. the polls are close. Like, what is wrong with people? I don't know how in Pennsylvania you can look at the guy and say, uh, It's like people voting for Biden. Give me a break. He didn't come out of the He would come basement. up to my door. And I would talk to him for three minutes, and I wouldn't let him in my house, much less much less uh, vote for him for the Senate. The guy looks like a complete oddball. Well, on the Senate. And he acts like a complete oddball. I don't care what he looks like. It's it's the substance. Like, we all know, if you look at crime statistics, you're the expert well, no, no, here, doctor, Rudy. Doctor, I got to disagree with you. Okay. You make diagnoses based on what people look like. That's true. Whether they're breathing heavy, Well, you can look color. in their eyes, and you can see they're nuts. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I was a prosecutor. I can look in their eyes and see their nuts. Somebody's walking around with their tongue hanging out and talking to themselves. All right. All right. Yeah. Or somebody okay. comes up to you and I says, he's doing that, but pretty damn close to it. The guy, the guy understands English when it gets translated into another language in a computer. And then he translates it back through that other language into English. In other words, he doesn't understand English at this point. It's a comprehension thing related to his stroke. 
but okay, he can't great. carry out Go the take job. carry a stroke, pal. I mean, I'm sorry you have a stroke. <laughs> I mean, you look like a, you look like something that All frightens right. children, but but go take care of the stroke. He looked like somebody that frightened children before he had the stroke. The guy's an oddball. He's a complete oddball. Can I just talk about crime he wants for a to minute? Let criminals out of jail. He supports the worst DA in America. Who, by the way, is not Bragg. It's Krasner. Krasner. Now, I'm excited for the people of Pennsylvania. Right? They have so much they can do to take back their state. Number one, they can support these lawmakers who want to impeach Krasner. Support them. Say, yes, this is the right thing to do. Under Krasner, I, I forget, did he go into office in 2012? Wanted, I forget. No, 2017 or so. Yeah, 18. since he t- the, the crime rate's just gone up. He just doesn't well, prosecute. How about we give him he a, just a quick one to, to, to analyze? Uh, Philadelphia set a record for the most murders in the history yeah. of the long history of Philadelphia. This. this year it's going to exceed that. And Philadelphia, and we both know that New York and Chicago are dangerous cities. Yeah. Philadelphia has more murder than both, even though it's smaller than both. The cradle of it's our one democracy. Eighth, it's one-eighth the size of New York, and it has more murders than New York. Yeah. And this is a guy who doesn't prosecute better than 50% of the people the police bring him. Mm. Even the crooked Democratic Party of Philadelphia wanted to get rid of him because their own kids are getting beaten up because of him. I want to ask you and a Soros question. bought the election for him. Yeah, I want to ask you a question about recidivism, right? Yeah. What do you see with crime? It's the whole. It's the whole reason for the amount of crime that that we that we that we have. Uh, you go back to James Q. Wilson's book on career criminals. It's now thirty-five years old. Basically, he says a small number of people commit crime. If you if you can focus on those small number of people and you can put them in jail for very long periods of time, crime goes down. Amen. I believe you, that you, too. You do revolving door with them. You get lots of people killed. We are now not, not even doing revolving door with them. We're just letting them out. Yeah. The, the the reason there's so much crime in New York is really simple. Cuomo, Hochul, de Blasio, and Adams. Yeah. They're the ones who are empowering the criminals. This is not happening because of <laughs> climate change, and it's not <laughs> happening because of poverty. This is happening because of the policies yeah. of the insane Democrats. It's Democrat almost encouraged. That likes criminals. Yeah. They even want criminals to vote. Why do they want criminals to vote? Because criminals will vote for them. Yes, because you don't have any jail time. Shouldn't you, as a person who wants to keep your kids safe, say, gee, it might be better to vote for the people that the criminals don't want? Those people are called Republicans. Yeah. Or good citizens. Let's see if we so can take a, a, let's take a... Let's take a call. But you, you I do can't. want to say the other thing that Pennsylvania has going for it. Doug Mastriano, a solid man, a veteran... Vote for him for governor. He's a great guy. But I um, I would love to go with Viviana. Viviana, good morning. What a pleasure, Dr. Maria. I'm so glad that you're feeling so much better. Oh, I mentioned that you. before, but I just thank the Lord for you. And, um, Mayor, you are our hero. Aww. I really appreciate that. Oh, thank you. That's so, that's so kind two, of you. I have two issues, if you'll permit me. Sure. Yes, please. Um I found out about the CDC uh, suggestion for the um, putting uh, COVID into the children's vaccination schedule. And I was in a prayer meeting yesterday in a home fellowship, and one of the grandmothers said she went. This is in Brooklyn, New York. I don't know how widespread, but if they've done it in Brooklyn, they may have done it in the whole state. 
um, she, the person says to her, oh, she has a vaccination today, but these are the vaccinations she needs before she goes back to school in September. And then um, her, her name is Gloria, and Gloria looked down the list, and she saw that it had COVID-19 yeah. How vaccine. Old? How old was the Already child? on the schedule Already. for public school. It is a recommendation. Put that. Yeah, it is a recommendation from CDC to be in the school year 2023, and unfortunately, some states are blindly accepting and it Hochul and putting and it right in. Stand been- up and be a leader, Hokel. And Adams, too. I mean, Adams Adams was hanging on to mandates longer than just about anybody else. I mean, the two of them are uh, are complete uh, uh, just rubber stamps for the autocratic fascist policies well, of the Biden administration. Thank you for your call, Viviana. On the subjects of of the CDC, let's go with J.C. J.C., good morning. Uh, good morning, Doc. Can you hear me okay? I can. Yeah. Oh, that's terrific. I've been on hold for quite some time, just praying to get on. Um, heard you at the beginning around the uh, CDC mm-hmm. uh, info. Um, I had to make the phone call. Um, you're preaching to the choir when I'm listening. <laughs> um, this is uh, – and, and, and Mayor, I just want to thank you real quick for everything all the time. Um, me personally, I'm a doc. I go back to 9-11 with, with you, Mayor. Uh, CDC. Yes. It's pay for play. We know it. Yeah. W-H-O, That's what I think, Doctor. That's what I think, Doctor. NIH, WHO. I got people, both both organizations. It's been revealed as far back as 15 to 20 years ago. These policies are um, in play, slowly growing for a long, long time. I'm happy to be of service, Mayor. Well, thank uh, Doc, you. Doc, you're... You're certainly uh, saying the right things. Uh, the COVID, we knew the COVID would be slipped in to the vaccine panel. Yeah. My nine-year-old will be responsible or have to take 72 minimal shots. Oh, my God. They uh, just gave me the chills. That's minimal. crazy. That, 72? Se- by the way. 72? This is, this is old news. Uh, you and I. Um, you know, in the seventies, I think I took four. Um, yeah, the, the reality is, um, McCullough. Okay. And and that's what prompted me. You said McCullough. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Great. My friends are good friends with him. Uh, When a man like that comes out and says, Hey, no to the children. And you ignore that. And listen, What's wrong with our industry, though, JC? It's it's we used to listen to doctors. We used to listen to. So, (laughs) if I had a room of ten physicians, five could see things one way, five another way. It's always been like that. But you kind of compromise. Look, you do try to learn from other people. Now it's like. They're going to try to crush McCullough. They're, the the media is going to say he's a wackadoodle. Um, who knows what's going to happen to me? Just bringing out people's concerns. It's it's just the most odd thing that we're going through right now. It really is. You know, McCullough. I I did a podcast with Doctor McCullough, and we spent a long time talking on the podcast and uh, and before and after. Enormously impressed. I hate to this say a- this, Mayor, but I think you're thinking of. Um, <laughs> Uh, another physician, not McCullough. Oh, I don't really? think you've done it with McCullough. Well, then we're going to do one with McCullough. <laughs> <laughs> I, I forget. I see let's his go, face. Let's, but... go, let's go to, um, let's go to Ann. 
Uh, good morning to both of you. How are you, I Anne? Guess, good morning. Um, thank you. <laughs> good morning. I just had to make a comment about this talk about the vaccines, and I want to begin by saying I'm high risk, okay? I'm mm-hmm. 80 years old. Um, I never got the vaccine because from the very beginning I felt that there's something not right about this. And I don't want to even get into all my reasons why, mm-hmm. but I'll just say um, <clears throat> I rarely go out, which I get tested every single week, uh, the PCR test, just my own satisfaction. And unfortunately, I did somehow get COVID. I guess it was in August. Mm-hmm. I called my pulmonary doctor at Mount Sinai and he prescribed a medication. I had to take six pills a day for five days, and I'm fine. And I have severe COPD. Oh, I'm wow. very high risk. And you know something? I'm fine. I had no after effects, nothing. Very it's happy for you, Ian. Thank God. Yeah. And now you have natural immunity. This is such a well. I don't even trust that. I still take precautions. Good. I'm still Good. Uh, yeah, and you should still is. take precautions. Do you get tested for antibodies? No, that I haven't gotten tested for. But the thing is, these vaccines are such a joke. And I tell my friends, I don't want to be a pin cushion for something that has not been researched. The polio vaccine was researched for more more years. And in the beginning, the polio vaccine, in the very beginning, was not that efficient. Was not they? It's like they built it up to where it would work. This vaccine. All these vaccines they're coming up with, and to do this to children. I know. It's It's child abuse. And thank you for your call. Thank you very, very much, Anna. You know, she's got a great point there. We almost eradicated polio. We've seen a few cases in the United States worldwide. We didn't eradicate it, but we did with smallpox. And um, so you think of most vaccines are very, very effective, but these mRNA technology, a lot of people refuse to call them a vaccine. They call it a treatment because you shouldn't have to get it every three months. months But we do have to take a break. So we'll take a break and we'll be back with you shortly. This is Uncovering the Truth with Rudy Giuliani and Dr. Maria. Guarding against misinformation. Fake news. And it doesn't seem to be making a difference. Now, with Dr. Maria, here's Rudy Giuliani. This is Rudy Giuliani back with you with uh, Dr. Maria, who uh, today I think is putting on a, a bravura performance as a doctor, I'll tell you. Uh, and thank you, JC. That was an excellent presentation. And uh, was, was that Anna? The, and there was Anne. And, and we got many more from people my favorite, who we won't get from to. From my favorite borough, which I was asked about. Uh, I just want to remind people of a couple of things if I can, a little, like a little pitch. Uh, we got a lot of calls. Now, we've got at least 12. We can't, we can, maybe we can get to one or two more. You can call me on Tuesday between 6 and 7. On bbsradio.com slash call the mayor. I'm not even sure you need that last part, but just go bbsradio.com. Open calls. We talk about anything. Plus, uh, uh, I call it like, you know, we don't have to worry about the censorship or any of that nonsense. Right. And, and also, we don't it's have a to way worry about I, censorship here either. Oh, no, we don't have to worry about censorship yeah. here. Uh, but, but we do have to, well, we do have to worry about all the people who listen in and then they complain and all this other stuff. 
And I guess you and I just don't worry about censorship. A lot no, of people do. But in, 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 in any event, let's try, let's try George in Queens. But remember, B, bbsradio.com on Tuesdays and Thursdays, six to seven. And we've got plenty of time to talk. I mean, sometimes I talk, we have, uh, last, last week we had like about a 20 minute conversation with one person that got really, really good and exciting. Good morning, George. Hello. Good morning. Good morning, Mayor. Good morning, Dr. Ryan. Happy to hear that you're doing well. Uh, I'm in Sloan Kettering for two weeks. I wanted to let uh, Mayor Giuliani know that I'm going through these core T cells, hopefully for another week, and then hopefully it'll take away all the tumors, et cetera. So oh, God George. bless you, and you're, you're in a great hospital. I, I think I, I think it's not a great hospital, but if you have a if you have cancer and tumors, no. probably the best probably the best place to be. Well, that's what I meant. I didn't mean services and everything. I don't know what I've never been there. I went to uh, Sloan, um, to uh, uh, Mount Sinai for my my cancer treatment, but I almost went there and I've visited many people there, and they're sure they're sure at the top of their game on cancer. But I just want to tell you, I just want to tell you how much I listen to you, not just on Sunday, all week long, hmm. and the strength that you give, not just to me, but I got to believe to all the other people. So what I called about, yeah, and I have two points to make as well, ahead, please. if you allow me to, one with Hochul and Selden, which is what I called about, and I think that with all this wonderful forgiveness of debt that this president wants to give everybody with the tuition and all the money that they want to throw at people. At the end of the day, Zeldin needs to go and say, hey, not going to help you very much with the inflation. What happens when your money runs out? Yeah. What's going to happen? What's going to happen with crime if somebody comes along? You have, you have fine. You saved all this money, and now someone comes along and shoots you or, or knocks you out with a punch, etc. So what, how much is going to help you at that point? You got to deal with the facts of what the issues are, and the issues are really crime and inflation, which you which you guys have been talking about all along, nonstop. And I think it's great. I think the other important issue, more than anything, is that it's about getting the message out. The freaking media (laughs) is so against is so (laughs) against us in every which way that if 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 we can somehow manage to override that piece it shouldn't it shouldn't even be a contest you're right and it's an and, and it's all over the country well, george now, thank you for calling george, in and you sound great in, in, and you sound nice and strong and why don't you call me on bbsradio.com and we can talk a little, little more detail you can tell me when you're getting out of the hospital and yeah, what a, okay and you can give some people a little bit of advice on how to deal with cancer you know, and help other people, too. Thank you for listening to the mayor during the week and on our Sunday show. And we are sponsored by the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. And we appreciate Tunnel to Towers T- and everything T- they do. T- we really do. So that was an incredible call from George calling from a hospital. I mean, that's unbelievable. Maybe, you know, hospitals always I was in a hospital for 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 COVID and there were always issues and. I had my, my son with me. He was there with me for 36, 38, 40 hours. Um, but, and I needed my son there. I mean, he was sort of like my advocate. You almost need an advocate in the hospital. You do. With you. you, you and, really and, do. And Dr. Maria was on the other end of the line telling him what to do. He would call up and say, should I do this? <laughs> and there she was telling him, do this, do that. And, and, and it was Georgetown Hospital and they were terrific. They were terrific, but it's still, you know, they got a lot of people to take care of. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And even when my, um, well, I don't want to get into to when my mother was dying, but 
Yeah, you you need an advocate in the hospital. Mistakes are made, medication errors, the really, really good people, a lot of system complexities. Uh, so you, unfortunately, you do need an advocate. Could I, could I ask people to please go to my podcast this week? Yes, you may. As a personal matter. because Can you uh, raise your hand and ask me politely? No, you, yeah, I'm kidding. I I'm kidding. I'm uh, kidding. Because, because um, this one really means something to me. These people did tremendous damage to my reputation. They really did, and they lied completely. Well, can I set this up a little bit? Yeah, and they did, and they did tremendous damage to President Trump. And I'm going to simplify this because of the matter of time. And then they did terrible damage to the United States. Something like this could cause a war with with Putin to falsely accuse Russia of doing something they didn't do. I've dealt with lots of criminals, and you know what really sets them off when you falsely accuse them. And Putin's a criminal. Yeah, let me. And these creeps who are the reason why our intelligence has been so lousy for the last 20 to 30 years. Well, you go ahead. You set it up. Yeah, I just want to let the people know, and this is really simplifying it because of the matter of time, but Rudy Giuliani knew there wasn't any Russian collusion when it was being said and all these FBI people and all these politicians and Adam Schiff, he's got proof that the Trump campaign colluded with Russia to win the election and do whatever. Rudy knew it wasn't true. He had evidence. So that's when they first tried to squish him. We got to silence this guy because he was going on CNN everywhere to let the people know this is all false. Well, after $45 million of our taxpayer money spent on the Mueller investigation, when people in the FBI knew it was all false, you know, you would think Rudy would be vindicated and, and, and people would say, I'm sorry, Rudy. But no. Unfortunately, and this is unfortunately, he was given the Hunter Biden laptop. Everybody feels so- sorry for Hunter's addiction, but what they don't feel sorry for is the crimes of the Biden family in it. And at that point, they decided to really nail him. Look at his license got taken away for no reason. But anyway, stay with us. Watch the route. We are going to fight back and we're winning now and we're going to win on August 8th. Uh, November 8th. November 8th. And we need vote, you. Vote, we vote. need you. We need you. October 28th in New York, you can start voting. God bless America. <laughs>